0: You're listening to Grad Malaysia's TMI Podcast. Welcome back to Part 2 of The Power of Introverts. Don't forget to listen to Part 1 before you continue and enjoy the rest of the episode.
1: one more point to add on about yeah. the strength. I realize that Jordan, I think there's something that uh, she highlighted mm. when she said that she's good at public speaking but not went off the stage. Right. She said that because she understands the rules, mm. uh, she understands the situation and she knows what she's doing because of the rules. Yeah. So I think uh anxiety people like myself, maybe I don't have the same trait as her but if i understand certain rules at certain places i will definitely know how to tackle that mm-hmm. because yeah. uh rules are actually it's it's already like laid out and mm-hmm. planned out that's a fixed thing mm. you see anxiety comes always when you don't know things exactly so when uh if you know things you know the rules you will def- understand the situation and know how to o- overcome it
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah you know that's a kind of the strength that I think not just me, but
0: I think everyone should maybe try, try mm. to understand that as well. I also think that this is also something that uh, I guess is quite obvious. And also there are a lot of studies to back this up that introverts tend to have a higher level of imagination than extroverts. And of course, it's not a strict rule, but perhaps this is something to do with the fact that, you know, introverts tend to spend a lot of time indoors and, you know, they recharge by doing hobbies like, you know, learning new skills or getting their knowledge through literary sources uh, by reading nonfiction books, self-help books or novels, things like that. And they also tend to be more on the artistic side because they spend so much time indoors. As opposed to extroverts, they might be more sporty, they might get their knowledge through communication, through conversations with people who are experts in certain fields. So that's how they get their knowledge. Mm. But introverts, they tend to have better spatial visualization, especially when it comes to like when, when they're reading novels, for example, right? Mm. They can, in their own mind, picture what the characters are doing, you know, what's happening to them, what the world is going to look like, things like that. I always find that to be true, especially for both of us, whenever we're discussing Mm. a project or a video or something, right? Even when we're planning it and just writing down the script, we can already sort of see the final outcome and how it's going to be like in the end. And okay, we can do this here. We can add this here. I can see the video uh, content being like this. Mm, So that's something that I've noticed seems to be quite particular to introverts. So yeah, I think that can be a really useful strength for introverts, especially when it comes to creative roles. Yes, right? yeah, I think so too. Mm. Because I
1: realised that, I think that's how how reading helps. Mm. And I think it applies to work as well, you know, when you did some research and reading on your own. Mm. And when you like communicating with people and like, to project your opinions mm. uh, through your imagination, you tend to understand and put empathy right. to the situations
0: that yeah. involve.
1: And to so you act. don't
0: hurt anyone's feelings. Yes.
1: Yeah. And you know, you, you tend to listen first mm. and then you have the patience to understand what they're saying. Mm. It's like, it's a good diplomacy kind of thing yeah. for a situation in a meeting. Because I'm a designer, I remember there are certain times when you have to present things to through different bosses. They have different opinions. Yeah. So I explain the the things that I have in hand and then to understand them both or any other bosses mm-hmm. and to imagine what they wanted. So I projected it. And when they have different and clashes opinions, I will try to meet in the mid-ground mm-hmm. like which can actually satisfy both of them. Yeah. So... It doesn't satisfy 100%, but at least both of them get the, oh, this is the
0: look that actually yeah. that they are okay with. Mm-hmm. So were you aware of personality tests when you were younger, perhaps, or did you only know about them when you were in university? I know it, yes, during, uh, in university days because I never
1: know that there are any, like, personality tests. And I think everyone is just the same. Hmm. It's either you are friendly or not friendly. Right. There is no introvert or extrovert or like ambivert. Yeah. Like I I don't know if such thing exists. Right.
0: So, uh have you actually taken the
1: MBTI test? Ah, uh, yes, yes, I did. Yeah. The result is INFJ. Yeah. Uh, T. Mm-hmm. In fact, I did that several times mm-hmm. from time to time, and I still fall under the same category. Right. It's funny how I actually, uh, I do feel myself growing, but at the same time, I don't know
0: why the personality test still falls under the same category. (laughs) What about you? Okay, so uh, mine is the INFPT, which is the mediator. And I'm actually in the same boat as you because I've actually taken the test three Uh. times myself at different points in my life. And I still keep getting the mediator. Mm. And personally, I'm not someone who has, always like strongly believed in personality tests I think Mm. there's definitely some facts to it but also I find that even though some people might think like 16 Mm -hmm. personality types in MBTI is a lot right I actually feel like that's not enough because there are 7 billion people in the world and there are different experiences or different um, environments that shape them differently Mm -hmm. or different traumas that might affect how they grow up and their future outcome So there are a lot of contributing factors that I feel like just can't fit into 16. And sometimes you tend to read the description of a different personality type and you find that that seems relatable to me too. So it's it's sort of a a confirmation bias Mm. uh, when we read things like that, the descriptions that comes with it or what jobs are recommended, Mm. you know, things like that. But what about you, Anis? Do you think that knowing your MBTI or any other personality test type Does it actually help?
1: From my perspective, I think it does help for me to understand what I should do. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you should rely on like, Mm. you know, your personality test. No, I don't think that defines you that much. But Mm -hmm. I think it really helps for you to understand like the jobs that you need to do, like how to overcome certain things and how to adapt with certain situations. Mm -hmm. And also... I think if I understand let's say you are INFP this is your personality test I might not know you as a whole like in and out mm. but at least from there I understand how to deal with in work mm-hmm. so that's how MBTI helps me
0: right so it's work. more of a guide instead of a rule yes yeah. correct
1: cuz
0: hmm. so I always found that like one of the personality traits of um being a mediator is you know uh, having high empathy and being careful with words, right? I mean, it's Ooh. called a mediator. So you've yes. got at mediating uh, situations, right? But I don't know if I would consider that my strength. Maybe I do have high empathy, but actually choosing my words, it takes a lot of effort. Like yes. it doesn't actually come naturally to me as what my personality traits imply. So yeah, the general rule for any personality test is just to refer to it as a guide when you don't know what to do, perhaps mm-hmm. uh, when you don't know what job to uh, choose, but not exactly rely on it yes. too much. Also, what tips do you have for someone else who might be an introvert, you know, learning to adapt to uh, this new phase in their life, or even someone who's an introvert who's just taking on a new, you know, leadership position? Um, I'm not good at giving advice, but I
1: do want to highlight Uh, About passion, that passion guide you, not pressure. Mm -hmm. It's more like when you get some things, you were assigned on things or responsibilities. Mm -hmm. Try to understand and love it first. Mm -hmm. If it's not for you, then you can let it go. Because I remembered, or when. I do my studies, I did not expect that I would do an advertising or design courses because mm. I don't even understand design mm. and I don't know how to use computer. Because of the course that I am forced to be into, I, I learned to understand and love it. Mm. And day by day, year by year, I started to like it and now I think I am adept to it. Yeah, Even as a lead designer, because I just got the position, mm-hmm. I do feel that I think I'm not good at doing this mm-hmm. in the first place. But because of the responsibility that certain uh, managers or bosses that actually they know you better, mm-hmm. sometimes you just don't know yourself. People yeah. see some potentials in you. So when you get it, when you receive such responsibility, you try it first. Mm-hmm. And now I think I get the hang of it. I think I'm improving slowly, slowly and surely. Mm -hmm. So that's what I can say to everyone out there who's listening. Mm -hmm.
0: And it helps to have like a safe space to actually learn to step out of our comfort zone and also have allies who can support us, right? Yes, yes, Mm -hmm. correct.
1: Safe space you can create like everywhere where you know what kind of space that you go Mm -hmm. into. Like the rules of the space. Yeah. And then, as well as allies, uh, that depends on you because some people they just don't like to have uh, allies or even friends. They are more comfortable with themselves. Mm. But to have allies, it's it's a good thing. Yeah, you can discuss like matters that that concerns you, mm. and you don't have to have a big circle. Mm-hmm. Small circles are fine. Outside, at work, uh, wherever you go. Mm-hmm. Just so you're not lost out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's from me. Mm. What about how how do you find like safe space
0: in your allies? What do you do? Personally, I found that especially working here, right? We have a lot of space to kind of like explore what we love and our passions and our interests. Mm. And the, the culture here at GTI is that we are allowed to lean into our strengths and there's not really as much pressure to do something that we are uncomfortable with. But despite that, we do have our coworkers like encouraging us to step out of our comfort zone. Right. Mm. And I find that if you're lucky enough to be in an environment like that, it really helps to sort of, uh, you know, stepping out of that introvert bubble Mm. or even overcoming uh, any anxieties you might have to try something new. And also, when you really lean into something you're interested in, something you're passionate about, mm. that really helps to make us more comfortable with the job. And I've actually mentioned this uh, in a previous episode too uh, on public speaking. One of the reasons why I find myself comfortable, you know, giving career talks in this job, even though I suck at mm. uh, doing presentations. If you asked me to like present my thesis back in university days, mm. I would be freaking out. But The reason that I can sort of do a better job here is because of the social service aspect. Like I I said that I always wanted to do something where I can give back to the community in a sense. Mm, And with this job, social service is kind of built into our business module. And, you know, just giving helpful information to help students prepare for their working life. That social service element is something that makes the job a lot more easier. But... If I were to be somewhere else, right, Uh, for example, during my semester abroad, I was in a lot of situations where the introvert in me just wanted to back down and, you know, go back to my room, not interact with people, not do anything. But it helped to have friends that are extroverts who can sort of convince you to join them. There are times, of course, definitely you have to uh, let yourself recover and recharge before you go out on the next adventure. But having these people who can sort of support you mm. and know when you need to leave, when, when your battery has like completely drained out and when mm. you're ready to leave, it really helps. And honestly, in those situations, I found that I was grateful mm. that I went along with them because otherwise I would have missed out on certain experiences mm. that I otherwise could not have had. There were definitely moments, there were groups of people that I was really comfortable with that I would love to go out with all the time. And then there was one particular time where there was a Halloween party going on. And I knew this was going to be a large crowd of people. And the people who I was closest with were not attending. I wasn't going to know anyone there. I chose not to go. Because I knew that that would be a situation I would be really, really super uncomfortable. So sort of choosing our battles. Mm -hmm. And choosing our environments, just because stepping out of our comfort zone helps, we shouldn't force ourselves to do it every single time. Yes. I actually remember before applying to this job, right, there was actually a phase where I was really struggling with my confidence. Mm. And I remember like googling jobs for introverts. Ah. And like one of the top choices that kept appearing was librarian. And I was seriously considering (laughs) just being a librarian. So I do not have to interact much with people. But the irony is that now I'm, you know, in a position where I do public presentations, and I have a podcast and things like that. So Do you think that people who identify as introverts or even people with anxiety should just stick to certain career paths? Or should they maybe push themselves to step out of their comfort zone and just go for more adventurous or extroverted jobs?
1: I think um, to push, it sounds a bit like too much for introverts. Mm -hmm. I know that if you introverts out there listen to this, you get scared of it but i do know certain people who are introverts but they are agent insurance mm. which really uh wows me yeah. i was so surprised to hear that but for me introverts should try mm-hmm. like it is hard to make the first step yeah. but if you try and if it's not for you then you can you can quit it's okay to quit mm. but yeah. it's not okay if you don't try mm-hmm. Because out there, there's a lot of introverts that are doing extrovert jobs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you become their allies and you know them, you will get motivated and do something Mm -hmm. like that. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Another question I am very curious about, because Mm -hmm. we are talking so much about the pathway that we're taking as an introvert. Yeah. So how about, like, how do you recharge yourself? Because we will go back, I don't know, maybe to our friends or to our home. But how do you, like, recharge yourself as an introvert
0: to get back your energy, to Mm -hmm. get back Mm -hmm. your productivity? Yeah. Well, personally, myself, as I mentioned, I sort of identify more as an ambivert than an Mm. introvert. Although I do lean towards... Introvertedness more than extrovertedness, I find that I don't always have to be alone in order to recharge you know after after a really long and tiring day, I can still go out with friends mm. as long as there are people who I'm like super comfortable with. Oh. yeah, so I don't necessarily always need the personal time, and oh, that's I why I say like I'm more of an ambivert in that sense, mm. but also, I think it totally depends on the people you're around with too. Because I can immediately think of two people who are extroverts. Mm. And one was a friend I had in uh, while I was in Korea who had a really positive personality and mm. really high energy. Whenever I hung out with her, went out to explore anywhere with her, I found that my energy would also increase. And I was mm. sort of being charged by her energy which helped me to continue with the day even though I was super exhausted. Uh, In contrast to that, there was another friend of mine who is also a super extroverted person. It's kind of hard to describe, but there was a a different vibe or a different frequency to her energy that made me drain out much faster. So, you know, even if I was with other introverts, my energy would drain at a certain pace. But when I was with this one person. I would find that I get tired much faster. I Yeah. And always. Even though I really liked her as a friend. She was a really good friend. And a really good person. There were many times where I just couldn't wait to go back home. And just I couldn't see. wait to. You know. Uh, uh, leave her presence. Just because of how draining it was. And mm. I find that it totally depends on the people I'm with. Ooh. Yeah. So. In moments like that, when I'm like super, super drained, that's when I need alone time. There there have been many situations where, uh, you know, I go to parties or family functions and I find that I can't mingle with everyone continuously. I'm that person who would go and sit in the corner by myself Ah. or find a quiet place to eat so I don't have to talk to anyone. So there are definitely moments. Again, I identify as an ambivert because a lot of people throughout my life have assume that I'm an extrovert, because most of my friends are nice. introverts. Oh. And in that group of friends, I would be the most talkative or most outspoken one. Mm. So this would lead people to think I'm an extrovert, but I'm really not. <laughs> 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 I'm just the most extroverted of this group the of Asian people. One. Yes, I guess. And in, in those situations, I would be the one sort of encouraging my introvert friends Mm. to step out of their comfort zone and try new things and new experiences. Mm. So it's really hard for me to say, like, this is how I recharge because there's no one way there. It it totally depends on my situation, on, you know, my current interests. Like at the moment, I'm super into gardening. Ah. So I'm just constantly thinking about my garden and my plants. Ah. And I I can't wait to get back to caring for my plants. That's a very introverted thing, right?
1: Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. that's so nice i mean it's really important how you actually recharge mm-hmm. uh, yourself i think it's very different everyone's personality like how they recharge themselves yeah. because i think the way i recharge is is very different than yours i really cannot deal with socializing after mm-hmm. a tiring day yeah but instead i will go back home and then there's the thing about introverts who actually like cats i do. Mm-hmm observe there's a lot of introverts who like to have pets. Right. So I have a cat at home. I usually will sleep with my cat Mm -hmm. and I like to sniff them. I don't Mm. know why. It actually I do feel that after sniffing my cat, yeah. It feels like I'm recharging. Right. I'm like actually charging my battery life. Yeah. It's so weird but it does help. It calms me down and I think that I'm okay. It's Mm -hmm. like it's my safe space at home. Yeah. I feel that they are helping me to Mm -hmm. recharge. So and that's one how I recharge, and yeah. also I can be with a person, but like you said, you like someone that comfortable, that is comfortable with you, mm-hmm. with the situation. Yeah. So I'm like that as well, but the difference is that, mm. like both of us, we appreciate the silent situation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't mind recharging like that, but having
0: comfortable silence. Yes, yeah. comfortable silence. Mm-hmm. So that that's how I recharge. Yeah, um, and I guess that uh sort of plays into us just not having the pressure to impress these people yes. that we're comfortable with. Because yes. if we're with strangers or people we have a high opinion of mm. we want to impress them. We want to, you know, have good impression on them. Mm, but when yes. we're with people that we're super close to, like friends, mm. there's no pressure to impress anyone. We can just completely be ourselves and that's why, you know, we can have comfortable silence. Mm. Yeah. And Uh, When you actually mentioned sniffing your cats and uh, recharging through that, right? It reminds me of a movie on Netflix called uh, The Electric Life of Louis Wayne." Have you seen that? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay. I should watch it now you mention it. Yeah, like Louis Wayne was a guy who actually existed. He's a a, a painter, uh, among other things. He had this obsession with cats and he believed that they had this kind of electricity about them that... (gasps) he was really focused on studying throughout his entire life. Mm. So like when you say you, you sniff your cats to recharge or you just, you know, cuddle with your cats to recharge, that really reminded me of that movie. Oh. Yeah, but I digress. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. It's amazing to think about like how introverts function. Yes. Basically, we are just walking batteries. Yes, we are <laughs> that require Definitely. charging, just like our phones and our laptops. We need time to, you know, plug in and recharge. Yes, of course, <laughs> I mm. do that too. Mm. So yeah, uh, thank you so much, Anis, for joining me today. It was really a really interesting discussion, mm, thank and you. I hope that our listeners were able to, you know, learn a lot and get a lot of tips on embracing their gifts and their characteristics as introverts or extroverts or whatever you are whatever you identify as so just be yourself and love yourself i guess yes yes, <laughs> yes you should. You and should don't let yourself. anyone say you know you can't do this or you can't do that oh, just because definitely. you're a certain personality type definitely yeah so thank you so much for listening guys and i hope you'll tune in to another episode in the future so, Thank you Thank and goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Grad Malaysia's TMI podcast. Don't forget to check out our website gradmalaysia.com for more career guide articles and eBooks, as well as new job and internship openings. Follow us on social media too for even more career tips and fun content. That's G-R-A-D-M-A-L-A-Y-S-I-A.